Are you an entrepreneur or looking to become one? Looking to stay motivated, find happiness and true success? You're in the right place. Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome again to the Empower Humans podcast. This is an important episode as we are a quarter of the way to 100 episodes. This is episode 25, my friends. We continue to get more and more listeners and downloads each week, and I'm working on some great things for you, including actually a membership area on empowerhumans.com and some videos and quality material for you to consume outside of the podcast. And in this episode, we'll be talking about abundance. It's an excellent topic. I love it. Abundance in your business, your family, your health in general, wealth in your life. Many have called this the abundance mentality or abundance mindset as opposed to the scarcity mindset. I'm really excited for this topic as we do this 25th episode of the podcast. Before we jump into all that, I will remind you again that you are priceless. Your value can't be fully comprehended at this time, but there are forces and powers in the universe that are aware and mindful of you and your indispensable part in the universe You are connected with all of us. You matter. I heard this quote the other day, and I wanted to share it as part of this indisputable fact that you are priceless. Michael Beckwith said, quote, I believe that you're great, that there's something magnificent about you, regardless of what has happened to you in your life, regardless of how young or how old you think you might be. The moment you begin to think properly, this something that is within you, this power within you that's greater than the world, it will begin to emerge It will take over your life. It will feed you. It will clothe you. It will guide you, protect you, direct you, sustain your very existence if you let it. Now, that is what I know for sure, end quote. I think that drives the point home this time. And as always, I want to reiterate also that you are never alone. I will continue to speak to you through this podcast. And you're more than welcome to contact me directly through EmpowerHumans.com or social media at Empower101 on Instagram and Twitter, or even send voice messages through the Anchor podcasting app and, you know, rate and review the podcast as well. But other than that, you are never alone. I'm here for you, literally directly here for you. You can contact me at this stage through any of those multiple means. And if you don't want to reach out to me directly, there are tons of resources amongst your family, friends, neighbors, community. If you don't have some of those things, some of them I promise you do have some capacity to have some sort of neighbors, uh, community, like I said, mental health professionals, as the case may necessitate, whatever it might be, doctors, social workers, many, many, many more. You are not alone, so don't con yourself into that lie, that untruth. You are never alone and you are priceless. Do not forget that. Now, as we jump into this topic of abundance in business, family, relationships, health, and general wealth in our lives, I've been listening to this program from Bob Proctor called You Were Born Rich, and it's a great title, very provocative, got me interested. Oh, you were born rich. Interesting. Okay, because as we all know, not all of us were born rich, so to, to just say that generally is an interesting uh, notion to start the program. And in that program, amongst many other priceless gems, I heard this quote. Earl Nightingale said, quote, Your world and everything in it is a reflection of your own mental attitude toward yourself, end quote. I think that is one of the most profound quotes I've heard. It reminds me also of the quote from Tony Robbins, who wisely observed that, quote, what you link to pleasure and what you link to pain will determine your destiny, end quote. So I ask you and me 
at this time, what is our mental attitude towards ourselves, towards the world around us, and to what do we link pleasure and pain in our world? Okay, moreover, what is our internal mental attitude towards the external world around us? We talk about our internal world and our external world. So I ask you these questions, maybe some points to ponder and contemplate as we continue here. And as we think about that, let me share something with you. Olivia Saunders told a story slash parable uh, about a tomato in a seminar and said the following as, I, as it was recounted on iopen.org. Quote, she held up a tomato and asked us this question. How many seeds are in this tomato? We broke out into small groups and tried to solve the problem, quote unquote, she had given us. Each group had many different ways of calculating an answer. Our group tried to do it by visually recreating what we, quote unquote, thought an inside of a tomato looked like, quartering it and then estimating the seeds in each section. The answers differed by a few seeds to a thousand or more seeds. After waiting just long enough, she said, there are enough. Enough for me to save to plant next year. Enough for me to give to my neighbors so they can, too, have tomatoes. And then next year they will have seeds to and give seeds to others just as I will again share my seeds. In that short 20 minutes, she taught us the theory of abundance. She left us with this sobering question. Who benefits from seedless fruits and vegetables? Her answer, the person who has the seeds. Our reality is that in an abundant community, we have the seeds. End quote. Now, this is me talking again outside of that story, and many of you may be aware that seeds have been the subject of symbols and parables and teaching moments for the entirety of history, it seems. And if you take it a step further, the real answer to the question of how many seeds are in the tomato is infinity. Why? Because those seeds can continue to reproduce more and more and more and more and more. Everything created, large and small, tangible and intangible, came from seeds that were planted in some capacity in the ground or in ourselves or in our relationships or in our business or whatever it may be. And those seeds were nourished to fruition, hopefully good seeds, but there's also bad seeds. Okay, but we're talking about abundance in the sense of good things, things that you want and desire. So it's important to, to know yourself and understand those things you want and desire. There's something that you may or may not have heard before, that nothing is created nor destroyed. All substance in the universe may change form to different vibrations of energy. Water may become vapor or ice. Uh, for example, uh, energy can change form, but when it comes to abundance in your world, your business, family, relationships, friendships, health, wealth, and so on, everything you want and need already exists. Some things are tangible in that we can see and hold them and touch them yeah, with our hands, and other things are intangible, such as feelings of, let's say, love and gratitude and so on. Nothing is created nor destroyed. And so it's a matter of bringing all these resources to fruition for the life you want here and now. So, again, what is it that you want? I just alluded to this a minute ago. What is it that you want in your life? I repeat, what is it that you want in your life? Okay, I say it kind of in slow motion to let the question sink in so that maybe we, if you don't yet have an answer, if you ha don't yet have clarity, uh, now, now is the time to get that clarity, to answer that question. 
I, I couldn't say enough how important it is to know yourself enough and find that out. We talked recently about getting to know ourselves, our talents and passions, being able to utilize those things for the utmost positive impact on our world and in creating the, the abundance you seek and deserve to enjoy in your business life, your family, your relationships, your health and wealth, etc. Just as when the seeds are planted, right? There are hazards such as, as weeds and, and pests and droughts that may hinder their progress or, or kill them altogether. Those same symbolic hindrances exist in this world in which we live. What are some of the pests and weeds and so on, the droughts that may exist that might be a peril in, in your garden? We discussed that a little bit in an article about freedom from internal and external chains that's on our website. That article includes a section referring to the garden of our minds. There's a lot of symbolism in gardening and seeds and nourishing and planting and harvesting. The seeds you plant literally and figuratively in your life are completely up to you. Somebody said to me the other day and repeated it four or five times when they said it to, again, drive a point home. They said, everything you do in your life matters. Everything you do in your life matters. Everything you do in your life matters. I won't keep repeating it, but let this sink in, please. When it comes to the seed analogy, everything we do with our lives is a seed of some sort and how it affects our world and our relationships, our internal selves, so to speak. What we, what we sow and what we plant, those seeds, we also harvest. There's a season for sowing or planting these seeds, and there's another completely separate season for harvesting. And they don't really overlap for the most part. Okay. Have you heard of somebody named Oprah Winfrey? I don't know how many of us have heard of her, but I'm guessing most have heard of Oprah Winfrey. She was born to a very poor family and went through all kinds of trauma and turmoil, including sexual abuse in childhood. And even at the age of 14, she actually gave birth to a baby that survived only two weeks. Let's just say she didn't have it easy or the best upbringing, the optimal circumstances for a successful life, or maybe those trials and turmoils that she experienced were the springboard, the opportunity that for her, she made an opportunity and learned some things to propel her to a life of tons of success and glory in the world. Now, there are a few things we can learn from her and apply to our specific situation. The first thing I would ask you is, what do you believe about yourself and your potential? We're not just talking about Oprah here, but do you believe you were born to be a failure? Do you believe the wealth and abundance and success is for somebody else? You become what you believe. You become what you believe. Remember what we said last week from Deepak Chopra or recently that our body is a printout of the things we believe and tell ourselves. That was a few weeks ago. Oprah always believed and her ability to make an impact in the world. She believed in all of this and she believed in accomplishing her goals from the time she was very young. I think it's safe to say that she extends, that she empowers the world around her to also hopefully believe in themselves, as I too am trying to do with this podcast. The priceless value and infinite power we possess is incredible. And as mentioned previously, too many of us are living below our privileges. And it's mostly just a byproduct of what we're telling ourselves. Oprah followed her dreams through journalism in her early years after being rejected and perseverant in her striving to achieve those dreams. 
she ultimately succeeded and most of us know the history of the very impactful show that she had on tv and many many other things along the way that have now led her to massive influence uh you know especially in the entertainment industry and self-help and she's now a billionaire and that's just a product of, of serving people that she was able to amass a fortune you know financially as well as part of all this she followed her dreams and she learned to manage difficult situations along the way. This might have been the result of some of these deeply difficult challenges she faced in her early years. And through all that, she was able to take full advantage of opportunities, and frequently that means for people like her taking failures or some sort of lack in her life and turning those things into opportunities. It requires a forceful mind and creative spirit. The last thing I'll say about Oprah that... She's always serving others. The more helpful you are and the more you help others, the more they will help you. So look at serving others and what goes around does indeed come around. This is the kind of topic that we could talk about for many, many hours. And that would be awesome to have people call in and, you know, share thoughts and experiences and stories and so forth. But I want to share some tips to develop this abundance mindset. Most importantly, the actual abundance, you know, that we seek and manifesting itself in our lives and all these areas we keep mentioning business relationships health family etc we touched on a few things we mentioned oprah but i also add gratitude uh, show appreciation to those around you if you're in a leadership position in your family and or business or whatever in a leadership position it's real important to treat these people not necessarily as they are but as the ideal that we are all striving for them and ourselves to be the, you know, treat them like that great manager or salesperson or son or daughter. That is the ideal we are all striving for. Okay. It's, it's not talking down, but it's treating people like the ideal that they can and should be in whatever that role is. Another thing is let's always remind ourselves that there is abundance. Okay. It's easy to forget that at times, nothing is created nor destroyed. Everything you want is already here. Remind yourself of that. And in daily affirmations, preferably in the morning as you start your day, abundance exists. And all we have to do is choose to accept it and take the time to meditate upon those things. And the universe will often inspire and enlighten our minds uh, as we do so. And lastly, I would just add, be wise in the surroundings that you keep. I'm going to talk a lot about it, this in some writings and a book I'm putting together you can build the most beautiful house in the worst possible place and maybe lift others around that as well. This is all symbolic. Or you can plant your seed or build your legacy uh, much more firmly and strongly by keeping great company around you as well. Now, we strive to lift the world, lift others around us. But I'm talking about building yourself and building your legacy. we got to be real careful of the chosen environments that we keep around us overall in terms of lifting ourselves first, having that flame within us in order to help light a flame, so to speak, in others. We are a product of those we surround ourselves with and the material we consume. So keep all this in mind as we make choices. And I know abundance is there for all of us. You can have it. And if you foster the right approach, it will come. Nothing is created nor destroyed, but it is already here. So make it real and manifest it in your own life. As we close, again, I want to challenge you. 
challenge you to create an abundance mindset and create abundance for yourself. Harness the power and energy and resources all around us. The title of this episode is Your Abundance is All Around You. It is all around you. So look for it, grab it, harness it, build it, create this thing. And on top of that, know what you're creating. Know yourself, create a vision for your life, and build, build positivity. You got to constantly be doing these things to nourish yourself, nurture yourself, build yourself, and the abundance is all around you. And as usual, we have this, the same challenges that I would continue to, to share with you. Uh, study, keep studying if you've already been studying or start studying if you haven't been. Maybe the word study has a negative connotation in, in your mind. Call it whatever you want. We have to be learning. That's another word. In some capacity, we have to be growing because if we're not growing, we're dying. If we're not growing, we're dying. So find something amongst the near infinite resources we have these days to study. Secondly, I challenge you to continue to make great moments. Identify those that you love and perhaps find a way to love appropriately others you may not yet love. And love can be a strong word, I realize that. But loving as a verb can be as simple as showing appreciation or appropriate affection or surprising somebody, paying attention to their needs and wants and, and serving them. So make great moments. I wrote a note to my boys the other day, for example, expressing my love and gratitude for them. My eldest son just turned nine as of the recording of this. And we offered, I offered to do some fun things for them as well. I just wanted to make an impact, something they can remember, I can remember, and something that can make them happy. And they'll remember, people won't remember a lot of things about us except how we made them feel. Keep that in mind, and that's what this whole Make Great Moments thing is about. That was a great moment for me in my particular specific situation, and it just took a little initiative. Make great moments, my friends. That is what you will look back on and see that even if you have some regrets, as we all will, you're not alone, we'll all have some regrets when we come to the close of our life here. But when you get to that place, you will have a ton of things to be proud of that will overshadow those regrets just by having made great moments. So let's keep that in mind. Let's keep that a priority. And that's why I'm challenging us every single time on this podcast to do that. And lastly, I challenge us to keep doing this podcast together. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm flattered by your participation in this podcast with me. And again, rate and review the podcast. Contact us through the website, empowerhumans.com, empower101 on Instagram and Twitter, or send messages directly, vocal messages through the Anchor Podcasting app. So until next time, my friends, empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EmpowerHumans.com. We'll catch you next time.